You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 200. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, a fiduciary, an educator, and a wealth advisor, and it is great to be with you today. Today's episode is about fire. What is that, you ask? Well, you'll have to tune in. But before we get to the topic of the day, can I spend just a minute saying, holy smokes, Best in Wealth just reached episode number 200. If you've been with me for just a short period of time, that is crazy to me because This all started when I didn't even have my financial planning firm open, but spend a lot of time on airplanes and I would download podcasts when podcasts weren't even popular on my iPod. I'd have to get up at four in the morning, plug my iPod into my desktop computer and download a bunch of episodes of things like the Dave Ramsey show, the Money Guy show, and several others. And as I was listening, and as I knew I was taking these little baby steps trying to get my own business started, I said to myself, you know what? Someday I think I'll start a podcast. I think I might be able to be halfway decent and I might get one or two people to listen. And that's exactly what I did in the summer of 2015 was episode Number one, here we are seven years later, and I'm recording episode number 200. You know, I think back about, and you should think back about accomplishments. I think last week I talked a little bit about regret. So if you haven't listened to episode number 199, What Makes You Smart, you should go to bestinwealth.com and listen to episode number 199. So instead of talking about regrets, what are your accomplishments looking back at your life? What are the things that you're most proud of? And for me, it's certainly my family, my spirituality, my career, and within the career, this podcast. And I wouldn't keep doing it if I didn't know that there were listeners actually tuning in each and every week, or at least for a few episodes. And hopefully everyone listening to this has found some valuable nuggets that you can bring into your financial life to be the best family steward you can be. Now let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go. Today's episode is titled, or at least I'm titling this for now, FIRE. Have you ever heard of FIRE? Well, I'm going to tell you what it stands for in just a second. 
when I was on those airplanes years and years ago, every single week, or at least a lot of weeks, it felt like one of the books that inspired me to start saving money was a book called Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robin. And Vicki mentioned inside of her book, at least one of the editions, she talked about FIRE. And what does she mean by FIRE? It's an acronym and it stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. Robin spoke a lot about that. I think if you look it up, you're going to find a subset of people that are all into fire. So we want to unpack it. What is it? What are the different kinds of fire? Because there's different types of fire. There's different offshoots. And then what do you need to do if you want financial independence and retire early? So first, let's understand fire. Fire is the retirement movement that takes direct aim at conventional retirement, which is retiring at at age 65. And it has grown this movement to encourage people to start planning for retirement and get it out of the way early in life. So if you dedicate a majority of your income to savings, Followers of the FIRE movement hope, so if you're part of the FIRE movement or if you want to become part of the FIRE movement, you hope to be able to quit your job and live solely off of small amounts of your portfolio for decades. So in recent years, this FIRE movement has been particularly embraced by millennials that are pursuing a FIRE retirement. So if you're a little bit older listening to this, it doesn't mean that you can't become part of the FIRE movement if you want to. It just means you're probably not going to retire in your 30s if you're already 40 and beyond. But these millennials or anyone in the FIRE movement, again, proponents of extreme saving lifestyle, where you remain in the workforce for a bunch of years, but you're saving. Listen to this up to 70% of your yearly income. Crazy, right? 70%. Can you imagine saving 70% of your income? Now, I can think of a few of my clients right now that are saving 40 and 50%. So looking to reach financial independence as soon as possible, I consider that part of the FIRE movement. And when you can save 70% of your income, Well, then at some point during your lifetime, you can retire. And we're waiting for your savings in the FIRE movement to reach approximately 30 times your yearly expenses, or let's just call that $1 million, which would give you about a little over $33,000 to spend each year, but that's not all of it because we want to keep investing and growing that money so we can live off more than that. But folks in the fire movement might then quit their jobs or find a part-time job or just retire from work altogether. But if you want to cover your living expenses, especially in era of inflation, we need to make sure we're still investing the money. So fire, people in the fire movement, are going to live off of that money. Let's say it's a million dollars and you're 40 years old. Now you're typically going to live off of around 4% of that income 
each and every year. So let's talk about that. 4% of a million dollars is 40 grand. Now you have more to spend. And if you think about the 4% rule, which I've done a couple of podcasts on in the last 200, it was developed by Bengden in the early 90s, but basically said, if you have a million dollars and you're going to spend 4% every year, adjust that up to an with inflation every year, and now you have 30 years to spend the money, there's only a 7% chance that you're actually going to run out. There's a high probability that you're not only going to end up with that million, but much more than a million dollars. Now, here's the issue though. If you're looking to make that money last longer than 30 years, and if you're part of the FIRE movement and retire, let's say, at 40 years old, You may need that money to last another 40 to 50 years. Maybe 4% might not be your way to go. Maybe you need to knock that down closer to 3% so you can be assured to live off that money for much longer than 30 years. Now, this all depends on your desired lifestyle. So if you're going to be part of the fire movement, you need to know how much money you're spending And once you retire, we need to make sure that our lifestyle doesn't creep up. But the same holds true for any retiree. If you're 65 and going to retire right now, you may have spent your whole entire life not having a spending plan or a budget. And it wasn't a big deal because you'd spend your money and maybe you wanted to redo the kitchen and you'll wait for the bonus to come in. But once you're retired, that bonus isn't coming in. You're living off of what you've accumulated throughout your life, along with social security and maybe a pension. But if you're part of the fire movement, you're looking hard at all of those expenses and doing everything you can to drive them down. Because remember, if you're part of the fire movement, the goal is to become financially free, financial independence, retire early as quick as possible. It becomes a game. So now the game is this. Let's save as much as we can, 70%, and let's spend as little as possible now and once we're retired. Let me tell you, this requires extreme diligence to monitor expenses as well as the dedication to saving at an enormous rate. And because of this, there's, of course, there are different offshoots of the FIRE movement. There are several FIRE retirement variations that dictate the lifestyle the people in the FIRE movement desire. So Forbes magazine did an article and I'm not sure when, but they came up with three different types of fire variations. And I'm going to go through those. The first is the fat fire. What's the fat fire? Well, this is an individual with a traditional lifestyle who aims to save substantially more than the average worker, but doesn't want to reduce the current standard of living. So generally for these folks, it takes a very high lifestyle and very aggressive savings and a really good investment strategy for it all to work. So a fat fire individual is not as much concerned with reaching financial independence as quickly as possible. Now they want to reach it very quickly, but they still want to maintain a good lifestyle. They want to be able to go to the movies, go out to restaurants, 
have a halfway decent car and a halfway decent house. It doesn't mean they're spending like crazy because they're still saving at a high rate, but it may not be 70%, maybe closer to 30% or somewhere around there. Folks in the Fat Fire Club, they want to retire early but they want to have a lifestyle. They don't want to drive the beater of all beaters. They don't want to live off rice and beans their entire life. They want a life, but they want to retire early. That's fat fire. Opposite of fat fire, lean fire. Lean fire requires a stringent adherence to minimalist living and extreme saving. I'm telling you, this lifestyle is extremely restricted. Many people that adhere to lean fire live on approximately $25,000 or less per year. Think about that. Could you live on $25,000 or less per year? And if you make a bunch of money and you only need to live on a little over $2,000 a month, but you make ten or $15,000 a month, think of how much you could save. Think of how quickly you would reach financial independence and be able to retire early. But could you do that? Could you be in the Lean Fire Club? I don't think that I could. I like to go out to eat. I like a nice television set. I like nice things. But at the same time, I like to save for retirement as well. I'm just not saving 70%. So where are you? Are you fat fire or are you lean fire or are you the third, which is barista fire? What the heck is barista fire? Well, folks, in this particular subset is for people who want to exist between the two choices above. They want to achieve financial independence and retire early as quickly as possible. And they may be saving at a high rate, but they also are okay with working a little bit once they quit their day job. So people in the barista fire movement are aiming to quit that traditional nine to five job. They want that to be over with, but they may use a combination of part-time work and their savings to live in a less than minimalist lifestyle. Let's work a nine to five job. Hopefully that pays a bunch of money. Let's save our butt off, get to financial independence and live off bits of that money. But maybe instead of 4%, it's 2%. And now you grab a part-time job or maybe it is that three or 4%, but now you have that part-time job. So you're not living down in that lean fire category where might be perfectly fine for some people, but for others, it's not the way to go. All right, let's flip the script and let's think for a second. You're listening to this. It's all resonating with you. And you're thinking, man, I think I would really like to be part of this fire movement. What are the three biggest characteristics that I need to make sure that I'm checking the boxes in that are the non-negotiables? So the first is detailed planning. I cannot stress this enough. For anyone in the fire movement or anyone who wants to retire at any point in their life, it is important for everyone to plan for retirement. However, According to the Federal Reserve System Board of Governors, one in four Americans have zero 
savings for retirement. And most people don't have a formalized plan. Very few people have an emergency fund. You need a detailed plan. You need a path of where you are now and where you want to be. What's the goal? Retire at 40, retire at 50. Well, let's develop a plan so you can actually get there and know that that plan is going to change. For someone in the fire movement, detailed planning is mandatory. Second mandatory item, economic discipline. What do I mean by that? Well, in order to achieve a fire retirement, you have to maximize your income while minimizing your expenses. If you're going to think about retiring by 40, you go to extremes to succeed. But really, everyone can benefit from making and sticking to a spending plan while doing all they can to save as much money as possible. So it doesn't matter. It does not matter if you're in the fire movement or not. We all need discipline. We need to spend less than we make so we can save some and retire at some point. The question is, how quickly do you want to retire? And what's that lifestyle going to look like? You need a plan and then you need discipline. Number three, wise investment. No one can achieve a secure retirement without investing in their retirement savings. People who adhere to the FIRE movement invest large portions of their income than the average person. They know that they need growth in their investments. They need their money to work for them for 30, 40, 50 years. And whether you're part of the FIRE movement or not, so do you. You need to save and you need to invest. And you need an investment plan. We call them investment policy statements. We're not talking about saving 70% of your money, dumping it into a Robinhood account and buying the latest meme stock. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an investment plan that's highly diversified with strategic rebalancing, householding, tax loss harvesting, everything that's going to give you the greatest chance to succeed. Do you want to be part of the FIRE movement? You need detailed planning. You need discipline and you need wise investment. So what about you? Do you want to become part of the fire movement? Well, I'm 51 years old, so I don't know if I qualify. However, do I want financial independence? Yes. Do you want financial independence? Yes. Do we all want it on this podcast? Yes, that's why you're a family steward. That's why you're listening to this show. So you can grab nuggets of information so you can give your family the greatest chance for success, which includes financial independence. But I will warn you, if you're younger and want to be part of this fire movement, be careful playing with this kind of fire. I love people who set goals, but I've talked to people who have been part of this movement and they have forgotten a couple of things number one they've forgotten the now we need to remember that we need to cherish every single day so if every day all we're doing is planning on that future independence well we're not living today and living today it doesn't mean spending all of your money or spending more money but do not forget about the now Number two, 
If you want to be part of the movement, think of this for a second. Those who save so aggressively have a hard time spending once they are actually in retirement. Be very careful. Know that you're saving for a reason so you can spend the money after. It's hard to turn off the spigot. You're saving 70% of your money and now you're not saving any of it and you're starting to spend it. It hurts some people. And the last thing I want you to think about is that retiring early does not necessarily make you happy. You need a new, re- a new routine. Retiring early is not the end game. Retiring and finding a new routine that you love can be the end game. Never, ever forget it. And this is all the time I have today for this show. But thank you for listening today and for 200 episodes. I will see you all on the flip side. Bye-bye. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance with compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.